0: Get here to this timely tip We're live from Sanderson Ford in Glendale For their 66th anniversary celebration Get your kicks dirty Rosie on the house
1: And we are broadcasting live this morning On this beautiful Arizona Saturday morning Man, what a great spring Any of you with a memory will remember last spring Boy, I've been here since 65 And I'll say one thing about last summer it was hateful. It, it was a hateful, hateful summer. Uh, it was worse than bad. It was just a mean summer. I agree. God. So we're here with Mr. Tim Hattrick out here at Sanderson Ford. Uh, Tim, being the uh, graduate of Harvard of the Pines, NAU, when were, when were you there?
2: I was in, at NAU and in Flagstaff in the early 80s. So I came back to the big city uh, on, in about 84, 85 and uh, got my big, big radio gig down here.
1: And the Dome, were you there for the Dome the construction? Dome.
2: Absolutely. And the three things that happened in the Dome, well, two of them, football, and then they would also have intramural uh, hockey in there. And I think we used to have a, a hockey team with our, uh, with my dorm mates. That was a blast. Hockey games in the Dome were a blast. That's actually a very beautiful building. It really is. And, a lot of my friends would try when it snowed to get up, crawl up top, and yeah. down. Sure. Sure. They forbid that, but uh, no, it's a it's a beautiful place. And that was, you know, that's pretty old. Now it was built a long time ago. It, it, at the time, I don't know if it still holds
1: the record, but at the time, it was the largest wood framed yeah. dome structure on
2: the planet. Well, and of course now, I mean, I've been back to Flagstaff this past year, and I, I drive around the campus, and it's just
3: <laughs> stunning.
2: It's a, it's amazing what they've done at NAU. Well, you can get lost on that campus today you compared sure to can. what it was in the 80s. Yes, you can. Yeah, oh, that's right. Man.
1: Well, Tim, I can't thank you enough. I know, I know you shop here at Sanders & Ford. You send your family here at Sanders & Ford. What are you all currently driving right
2: now? I'm driving an Explorer. I've been a truck guy forever. I've, I've had an Explorer for a bit, and I love it. I, I may go back to a truck, but I've got to tell you something. I bought my wife a uh, Bronco Sport and it is like she is a celebrity in that car. Everywhere she goes, people want to find out about it. Does she love it? They don't need any more marketing for me, but I'm telling you, that Bronco Sport is really something.
1: Yeah, that is a nice little vehicle. I'll tell you, when, when I bought my Raptor, yeah. I, had, I had my accident. It was in the hospital for nine months. I almost couldn't get the Raptor back from my wife. <laughs> I, I had to fight for the keys to get that raptor keys back
2: well i'm glad you recovered from that and uh you could work all that out it's good to be uh on your show and good to see you man i, I love listening to you and uh, glad that you would ask me Mr. Tim, thanks
1: a million for taking the time to come down here and join all us. Right. Really appreciate
2: it. I still got that two, two by four. The bid's up to $35. All right. All
1: right. <laughs> and, and as a, Well, it should be because the price of lumber is still going up. And there's a, lots of things that play into that. Um, we we kind of redefined our tariff with Canada uh, about a year and a half ago. And that restricted a lot of the lumber coming in from the north. And we generally typically will get about thirty percent of our power of our of our lumber from Canada. Well, that all but shut down. And then COVID shut down a lot of the mills. And then a beetle created a soft lumber kill off
2: that
1: has our lumber supply at an all-time low when the demand is at an all-time high. So that's one of the reasons plywood has gone from $12 a sheet to upwards of $50 or $60 a sheet, while lumber has gone up 300% over the course of the last 12 months. And what that does to the average price of your average home It's increased the cost of that home, the average home, by $13,000. So it's very real, and we have supply chain challenges in the remodeling process right now. So the thing we want to talk about in the 10 o'clock hour a little bit is the sequence of remodeling and how much more important it is now to do proper planning. But before we go on, I'm going to ask our next guest to pick the telephone up. Uh, I understand you're a listener yes. to the program. Go ahead and pick the phone up, and uh, you're okay. here to join us at Sanderson Support. May I get your first name?
4: My name is Mark.
1: And you had a, a homeowner question, and that's what we do, homeowner questions. What, what What is it that I can help you with?
4: Okay, I've been super cooling for the last two years. I had a four-ton, 13-sear unit. In a 1,600-square-foot house, uh, about six weeks ago, I have bought a new 4-ton 15-seer okay. dual-stage. Okay. My question is, how does the dual-stage unit affect supercooling?
1: Not any way you need to be worried about. Um, it's going to it's going to allow that compressor to cool your house in the cooler part of the day. It may never even go to second stage. So not only are you going to save money when it starts up, you're going to be saving money the entire time it's running. That second stage is high humidity. 108, 110, 110-plus 110 days, if we never have to start that second stage, you're going to be saving money hand over foot. So stick with the supercooling. Uh, are you APS or SRP? APS. Okay. Uh, you know, they're giving away free programmable thermostats.
4: When you got the new unit, did you get a programmable thermostat? Yes, I did. I got a new train unit, and I got the programmable thermostat with it, and I did something else that maybe some of your other listeners might want to think about doing. I had the vents cleaned Good. for the first first time in a 33-year-old house. Okay, What an amazing difference it made to the dust in our house. It was unbelievable. Awesome. Now,
1: when you live... In Arizona through the summer, what do you like your temperature at when you go to
4: bed at night? I, I, it's hard to say because I have a two story house. The second story gets very, very warm. So, what I actually do is set it at 75 or 76 at 8 o'clock, and then I let it run at that temperature till 3 in the afternoon. Then I move it up to 80. Okay. I, I would be setting it lower than the 75 or 76, but my wife has been working from home for the last <laughs> 14 months, and she freezes to death even at 75 or 76. Well, that's what I tell people. Set it as cold as you can stand it.
1: Don't make yourself uncomfortable. And if you can get anywhere between an 8 to 10 degree split between your cold demand and your and your heat limit – you're gonna you're gonna save you in in sixteen hundred square feet, what's your highest
4: summer bill? Uh prior to uh the supercooling it was about three twenty or three thirty. Yeah. Uh, once I started doing the supercooling it uh it's been about two seventy is oh. the highest um, and again, it's because of it's the two story house. It's just amazing the difference between the temperature upstairs and downstairs.
1: That do, that does introduce a new level of challenges. It really does. But you've gotten your kilowatt purchase down to about fifteen cents a kilowatt. So in a two story home, and that home is how old? Thirty three years. In a in a in a vintage home of that vintage, two story, you're doing excellent. So congratulations
4: and thanks for sharing your story. We really appreciate it. And and the other thing I am on the equal payments and I'm at uh like one sixty a month with the higher bill, so I'm hoping the new air conditioning unit will it bring will. it down. Yeah. It will. It
1: absolutely will. You'll see that in a couple months. They'll they'll retroactive it and take a look at it and say, Your new bill is. So I'll be curious. Keep in touch with me, okay? Sounds good. I will, Rosie. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time to come down and join us. Well, thanks for letting me uh, ask you the question. I appreciate it. You betcha, my pleasure. It's what we're here for. We're talking right now about remodeling in general, and we were talking about the cost of remodeling and how it has been spiking in this last particular year, and it and it and it's been spiking a lot, not only in lumber but in everything. Now, the other dilemma is that we're as busy as. Licensed contractor, we're as busy as we've ever been. So, if you've got a remodeling project planned, I can't encourage you enough to study the article we published this week. The order of your remodel will determine the outcome. And for every day you spend planning the remodel, you have the potential of. Saving weeks and weeks during the project. I can't tell you enough that if you have everything selected ahead of time, you are going to save a ton of time. Do not start the demo not knowing what cabinet you're going to want or countertop or plumbing fixture or light fixture. Don't wait until it's time to get that particular selected product installed to go out and do your shopping. Hardly anything is inventoried the way it used to be. My plumbing fixture supplier tells me they have containers of plumbing fixtures sitting on ships outside the Los Angeles port that once they take delivery of them, isn't going to do them one bit of good because they're missing the microchip that has to be plugged into the appliance to get the appliance to work. So let's say you've selected that particular fixture as the one you want in your home and you've waited until you need it. And then you place the order and you find out that product is 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 weeks out. Suppliers I've been buying from for 40 years, that have been telling me a delivery in two weeks, delivery in three weeks. They are all, in spite of our 40-year relationship, they're all at least twice that. So people call me frustrated that their remodeling job isn't going quite as quick as they had hoped, whether they're doing it themselves or their contractor that they've selected is running it for them. If you haven't taken the time up front, We try and encourage people to pick everything. I even want to know the decorative tile you're going to put on the backsplash. And I want that ordered, and I want it on hand. I want my plumbing fixtures on hand. I want everything on hand. Then I can give you a written schedule, stick to it, and finish on time. On-time deliveries – greatly reduce the amount of anxiety you, the homeowner, is going to go through, and it's going to greatly reduce the amount of time you're all torn up. All right? Find the article. The order of remodeling will determine your outcome. Published at rosieonthehouse.com.
2: boogie-woogie down route six to six. Flagstaff, Arizona, darling, don't forget
1: We're raising the Route 66 flag today at Sanderson Ford. It is the Sales 66 going on at Sanderson Ford. I can't encourage you enough to quit listening to us on your home radio. Get in the car, turn the radio on to 92.3 or whatever local station you're catching us on, and get over to Sanderson Ford at 11 o'clock. We're going to be drawing a winner for the ultimate Route 66 staycation that includes includes three nights lodging, passes at all the Arizona state parks, special passes for Lowell Observatory, Meteor Crater. Uh, It's going to be, we've got lodging already set up. We've got meal tickets already done for you. And you get to go in a brand new Sanderson Ford Mustang. But you've got to get here to Sanderson Ford to register. So come on down and take a look. We've had special guests in studio right here in the in the showroom all morning, and right now I'm very humbled to introduce another our next special guest, Mr. Luis Gonzalez Mr. Gonzalez. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come down and join us today.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure, Rosie, to be here with you now you're a California kid I'm actually a Florida kid. I spent a lot of time in California though
1: okay, all right, so you may have some
0: i10 super slab stories but do you have any route 66 stories well i mean i don't travel on route 66 a lot i know that uh doesn't it it ends in california too monica
1: pier baby monica
0: pier yeah so i do like to go down to the pier my daughter actually lives in uh, los angeles so we go down to the to the pier quite a bit and uh, spend some time just kind of looking around i know it it starts in Chicago, That's right, or it ends in Chicago, either way, yeah. whichever way you want to look at it, but um, yeah, I've, I've gotten to spend both, you know, you know, time in both of those cities, so uh, yeah, it, it's amazing when you talk to people how everybody, when they're traveling, they always try to get off their route somehow to get on Route 66, because of all the amazing stories, the adventures that they have. Um, you know, all the movies and songs and everything that has been created through Route 66.
1: And it was really the entrepreneurs of Williams, Arizona that said, hey, we can't forget Route 66. Let's reestablish it as uh, the iconic travel lane that it was for years. So they they play it up big in Williams. They have a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, and you think all these years later, this is still one of the most popular routes that are – you know, in America, everybody, uh, and like I said, everybody always wants to get off track and try to find their way to Route 66 because of just the adventures that they have and all the different restaurants and and uh, you know things that they can see on there and just to to log it and journal it and and say that they were a part of it. Where else can you sleep in a teepee? <laughs> I, I, yeah, there is a <laughs> I hotel right in there—a ho- a teepee hotel out there. That's right. Yeah, it's it's. Have you done all that? You've you most of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd
1: be uh, up to sleeping in a teepee. Oh, it's it's worth doing it one night. Now the other thing, just like off Route 66, is sleeping in the Grand Canyon cave, the cavern. They send you down an elevator ten stories and turn off the lights, and you're down there for a night.
0: Wow, I have not ventured off into something like that. I'm sure my wife is more of an adventurous person okay. to do something like that than I would. Uh, I enjoy looking at the pictures of stuff like that from a distance. <laughs> but, uh, I I mean, I, I'm older now. I'd be up for doing something like that with a group of friends and, and uh, you know, just having a good old weekend and have some fun doing stuff. Well, down there, when you get to the bottom of the
1: cave in the elevator, it's set up like a luxury suite. It's king bed and luxury jacuzzi tub. And, I mean, it's set up pretty nice. But I think I'm a little too claustrophobic. I don't think I could do it. But I'd like to go down and see it one time.
0: I'm with you. Let's do it together because I'm not not staying down there for a while. Now, Mr. Gonzalez, you are
1: driving Fords. I am, absolutely. And, And you've been a spokesman as well as Mr. McCoy and, Broomhead, Mr. Hattrick, and myself for Sanderson Ford. And um, those those endorsements don't come easy. I mean, you, you can buy anywhere you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, not only do I drive it, my whole family does. My kids um, who are all over the country where they live now, but uh, I, I just, I like the, the stability of it. I know that they're well-built, American-made, and uh, that's just one of the things now. I think Uh, The more time we spend and with everything going on, you want something that's durable and that's going to be around for a long time, and that's uh, a Ford. And Sanderson Ford has always been great to my family and I ever since I've come to the Valley and be a part of the Arizona Diamondbacks organization organization and being here, it was just a perfect fit for me and my kids. My kids, actually, when they first began to drive, we were here, and they all received, you know, they all, you know, we purchased cars for all three of them. I have triplets now. They're 22 years <laughs> old, and uh, they swear up and down by the Ford, and, and so do we, Every my wife and I, and our kids, and our family.
1: Well, man, again, I can't thank you enough for coming down. you shared your Route 66 story. I've got a story, but I'm gonna need to save it for the next segment. I've got a Route 66 memory, and you're a part of it. And we've never met. I actually have two stories about you that you don't know. Five years ago, when I wanted my Raptor, they told me, "I think Mr. Gonzalez about Ray trade is in. Just wait, we'll get in." You never traded yours in. I had to buy a new one. <laughs> And we're going to give you a chance to get your kicks on Route 66 here in the next few minutes. We'll actually be drawing a winner. It's not too late if you'd like to get to Sanderson Ford and get your name into the fishbowl to win the ultimate Route 66 Grand Staycation sponsored by Sanderson Ford. You'll be able to take one of their brand new Mustangs. We've already arranged the lodging, the meals, the stops, and the stays, and the interesting points for you to take in through Winslow, Williams and Flagstaff it's going to be a Route 66 staycation incomparable and so we've had special guests all morning long Mr. Al McCoy, Mr. Tim Hattrick, Mr. Mike Groomhead and now we're here with Mr. Luis Gonzalez all sharing their Route 66 stories and Mr. Gonzalez we've never met but my favorite Route 66 stories is all about you
0: Is that right? Well, I I was listening to you about the promotion on the giveaway. I'm hoping they have room for one extra person to take me with them. (laughs)
1: It's going to be a great trip. It really is. It sounds like a lot of fun. So it, it, it... The date's November 3rd, 2001. Right. And I'm driving to Springfield, Missouri to pick up a new puppy and my son. And it's in the evening. And it just happens to be game six of the World Series. The Diamondbacks are hosting the Yankees for an evening game. Randy Johnson and Andy Pettit on the mounds facing each other. And I'm about in Albuquerque. First inning, Diamondbacks go up, one nothing. And I'm trying to decide, do I check in and catch the rest of this game on TV? But then inning two, I'm not quite to Albuquerque the Diamondbacks ring up another three runs. So going into the third inning, we're up 4 nothing,
2: and I'm enjoying listening
1: to it. Now, I'm getting into the hilly country of eastern New Mexico, and the third inning starts and the Diamondbacks come up. And, I mean, this, you remember the team. I mean, guys like Womack and Bell and Williams and my Cajun buddy DeLucci. I mean, you they, know, they and then, of course, you, Mr. Gonzalez. And the third inning starts, and I'm getting a little tired trying to decide whether to check in a motel or not. And I get to the top of the hill, the sports station, is it coming in real good? And I hear, I think they just scored two more runs. And I drop into the next valley and I lose it and it's static. And I, I get to the next little rise and, well, I think they just scored three more runs. And in that third inning, y'all ran up eight runs. And that third inning gave me enough energy. I drove all the way to Amarillo that night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's that's uh, that's awesome that it, it kept you going, and uh, maybe we knew that you were on the road and we were just trying to keep you awake and, and uh, keep pushing on down the highway to get you to, to your next destination. So, yeah.
1: Boy, that sun came up in Amarillo. I pulled off the roadside rest area. I shut up my eyes for a little while and finished driving to Springfield. But that game six, listening to it on Route 66 in 2001 is my favorite Route 66 story. So I appreciate you playing the way y'all did that night. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was an incredible time, uh, not just for our team, but the whole state of Arizona. And, and, uh, you know, it was a healing time, too, because of 9-11 and everything that had happened. But uh, just to be a part of that and to be a part of a special group of guys and organization. And uh, our, our whole team was more about community and family and and everything. So that that's a special group of guys that it's a fraternity that we'll have for the rest of our lives and, and uh and a championship that we could take forever. Amen.
1: Amen. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us here on
0: our little humble broadcast this morning. Well it's a pleasure to be here with you and uh I enjoy listening to you on the radio and now uh finally you know, having the opportunity to meet you face to face. It was an honor.
1: It was an honor for me. Thank you very much. In the 10 o'clock hour, we generally try and touch on a particular subject, and we're touching on the subject of the planning that's necessary for remodeling. And I've always told you and encourage you to plan up front. And I can't emphasize that enough now. With all the challenges we've got in the supply chain, don't think you're going to get anything on time. One more Route 66 story. We have nine kitchen remodels going at one time. This is last summer. Our cabinet supplier comes out of Alabama, and we get a phone call from our cabinet supplier that the truck driver has panicked over COVID-19, called his wife in Indiana to come pick him up, and he parks our 18-wheeler with nine kitchen cabinet sets in a roadside rest area somewhere around Kerrville, Texas. So the cabinet shop literally helicopters a truck driver to pick that truck up and finish bringing it in and delivering it to us on time. And we had a long standing relationship with that company, so they were willing to do that. But if you're planning the remodel yourself, you probably don't have the long standing purchasing history cash discounting, paying on time history to earn you those kinds of privileges when you happen to get in a bind. So I have stated this statistic more often, and I can't emphasize it enough. For every day you spend planning. And if the remodeler you've got out on the property – they need to be asking you about the age of the house. There are things we have to do at certain age homes to determine, do we have an asbestos problem? Do we have a lead paint problem? These are all things that need to be tested prior to starting any demolition at all. You need to have a serious conversation with your contractor and with your homeowner's insurance about who's gonna insure this project. What happens in the middle of a remodeling project? The plumber gets there, adding the master bathroom, accidentally torches the unit, and the remodel starts burning down. Maybe it gets in and actually burns down a part of your house. That's a very complicated insurance claim as to who's going to cover it. And if you haven't addressed that with your insurance company, with what we call builder's risk or course of construction insurance, if your contractor isn't bringing that up in the planning stages, you may not have the right person on the job. Verify their license and bonded. When they're licensed and bonded, don't hesitate to ask them to see their insurance certificates and their bonds to make sure all the expiration dates of their policies are subsequent to the day your job is supposed to be finished. I wouldn't sign any remodeling contractor with anybody right now unless it included a written schedule. And I would ask their prior clients, how good are they at staying on schedule and hitting schedule? Because we are being thrown every challenge in the book in that arena right now. And if they couldn't, if a contractor hasn't been able to stay on schedule up to now, I tell you, they are never going to be able to stay up to schedule in today's challenges and work environments. Romy, you've been out on the showroom at Sanderson Ford during the broadcast, kind of mixing up with all the visitors here. What are you seeing
3: out there? Lots of applicants for the staycation? And we're drawing and announcing our first two winners right now. So you have until 11 o'clock. That's about 20 minutes to get by and enter for a chance to win. Uh, The third basket we'll be drawing. In the staycation basket, winners will be given a key. One of the keys starts the Mustang, and whichever key starts it, that's the winner for the Route 66 staycation uh, that uh, I, I believe is scheduled for June. So we have Linda Mackie is a first winner. Congratulations uh, from Chandler. And our second winner, this one comes from our newsletter subscriber. Uh, We had a separate pool. Everyone that subscribed to the newsletter got a link for a PDF, and that's a separate entry, so it narrowed down their chances even more. And Congratulations, Brenda Hall. So those are our two staycation basket winners at the moment. Again, we've got one more that will be at 11 o'clock sharp, so you have 20 minutes to get by and enter. Just come into the showroom, go to the right. You'll see the booth at the back, and there's plenty of people to direct you. And one more thing, Sanderson Ford – is doing their operation hydration through today uh, because they're not open on sunday so if you're coming by you can bring water to help donate to the salvation army or you can make a cash donation that they just turn straight over to the salvation army for water i believe um you know like 50 bucks gets you several cases i'd all my notes are out at the broadcast studio. So. And, and and
1: Sanderson Ford has been the number one Ford dealership in Water Contribution to Salvation Army since they started this, I think it was 11 or 12 years ago. Well, of course. What, what, they wouldn't accept being anything less than number one. Absolutely. They are the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. And we are broadcasting live this morning. There's still time if you're in the area drop on by and get your name into the fishbowl for the drawing of the third basket now each winner each hour wins a great staycation basket that includes roger naylor's book get your kicks on route 66 a great guide for route 66 in arizona we used to put together the route 66 staycation <laughs> it was roger's book we've got some arizona highways books in the basket we've got some arizona specific treats in every single basket and in every single basket, there is an envelope with a key fob.
3: One of those key fobs starts the Mustang. That they'll get to use on their Route 66 staycation. Uh, and one of the other neat items in there are copper cups. You know, yes. local copper, they're great for coffee, they're great for, you know, in any kind of drink. It's about uh, an eight ounce. Copper cup and it's got uh, the Rosie on the House logo embossed on it. Just a, a beautiful gift, and we should get Carolyn on the last segment to talk about everything put in there because we said, you know, fill this basket, stuff it full, and don't stop till it pops. <laughs> and and they were busy packing it through uh, about four o'clock yesterday. Every every
1: time we thought the basket was full, Carol found something else really neat, very unique to Arizona to stuff in it. So there'll be three basket winners. One of those basket winners will have a key fob that will start a brand-new Ford Mustang that you'll be able to take on the staycation. So there's one grand staycation winner, and you'll be able to experience a fabulous trip throughout Route 66 of Arizona, Winslow, Flagstaff, Williams, State Park Passes, passes to Meteor Crater Lowell Observatory. I mean it's just a great there's no lack of things to do or take advantage of or enjoy in Route 66. So with all that said we're going to take a quick break here and continue with Rosie on the Mouse. Well
5: I'm standing on a corner in Winslow Arizona and
0: such a fine sight to see. It's a girl my lord and- Going down to take
3: a look at me. Come on. And the music is live by the Arizona wildflowers, up from Casa Grande to join us by popular demand this Saturday morning. And our final segment here, broadcasting live at Sanderson Ford. Very well, ladies. And we've actually got the mother of the wildflowers here. Uh, and it's a little different lineup than we had at the Hoot Nanny sale.
5: Hi, I'm Tiffany, the mom of the wildflowers. We've got Renell, Bree, and Aspen here today. And Maddie has won away to
3: college. And where did Maddie choose to, co- to go to college? And is she studying music?
5: Yes, well, she's actually right here in Glendale at Arizona Christian University, but it's preventing her from practicing as much with the band. So we just see her on the weekends, and she's not with us, but she's going to come down for the sale in a little bit.
3: Wonderful. And is she going to make a a performance, or is she coming down to be a spectator?
5: Well, she was going to come to be a spectator, but maybe we need to get her on that stage.
3: (laughs) And what three instruments did we just hear?
5: You heard the fiddle, the mandolin, and the guitar.
3: And uh, you went through all the girls' names. Yeah. Um, Rihanna?
5: Yeah. So Renell plays Rennell, mandolin sorry. in the band. Yep. And then she's 12. And Brie is 11. She plays guitar for the band. And Aspen is 9, and she's the fiddler. But they all play the fiddle normally.
3: Is that what they started on?
5: That's what they all started on when they were 3. Yeah, they all started playing violin, and then it morphed into fiddle and bluegrass and a whole bluegrass band now.
3: And if you missed the interview when we talked to Tiffany uh, two years ago when they were here for the 64th anniversary Hootenanny Sale, uh, you already know this, but for those that missed this answer, I think it's very important, the difference between a violin and a fiddle.
5: Oh, yes. Our nine-year-old loves to tell the difference between the violin and the fiddle because the fiddle has strings. But the, uh, or excuse me, the the violin has strings and the fiddle has
3: strings. She likes strings. Yeah. <laughs> well, we loved hearing their strings this morning, and uh, as I understand, are y'all y'all are playing till noon?
5: Yes, we're going to be playing here at Sanderson Ford until noon today. So come and listen to a concert.
3: And you also have some CDs, hopefully, that we could purchase. I know yeah. there, there's at least four of the guys at Sanderson that said, you know, we still have their CD from the last time they were here.
5: Oh, that's so awesome. So the last time we were here, they had just put out their first CD. And then in 2020, they put out their second. And now they've just released their third CD about a month ago. So we do have some with us.
3: Wonderful. Well, come down here. Enjoy Dylan's meal on... Uh, compliments of Sanderson Ford and enjoy some great live music, compliments of Sanderson Ford, and it, register to win the staycation. You've got about seven minutes to get by and enter. We'll be drawing the third winner at 11 o'clock. Each one of the winners gets a key. One of those keys will actually start the Mustang that they'll be taking on the staycation. And whichever key starts it, obviously, that's the staycation winner. So thank you, and thank you, uh, Wildflowers, for coming. And I know you ran through all their ages between 9 and 12, so obviously you were the chauffeur this morning. Thanks for bringing the girls out.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having us. We're having a blast down here.
3: Wonderful. Thank you. Now, I know this is kind of detoured a little bit off of the normal topic of home improvement. (laughs) But, you know, live remotes are fun, and Sanderson always brings out an all-star cast. And we had a lot of people last time tell us uh, just how much they enjoyed hearing from all the different, uh, you know, it was like a a radio broadcast of radio broadcasts to have all the different personalities in one program, Broomhead, McCoy, Tim, Patrick, and Gonzo. And it was really funny with Gonzo when he's like, I've never – We've we've got a special setup for today's interview, which wasn't planned. Uh, we had a few technical difficult issues with security and the Internet of Things. Uh, you know, there were some unforeseen security digital measures that prevented the regular broadcasts over on phones and the sales office. Two different sales offices looking at each other. John's was like, "I've never done an interview like this," and he's probably been interviewed more than we've given interviews. <laughs> Yeah. So for that to be a first for him, uh, you know, is uh, quite impressive. That but well, we made it all work, and we appreciate y'all tuning in. Everyone that has showed up here on site, and next Saturday I believe uh, we're back in studio. We've back got in studio. It's one of those special months where we have a fifth Saturday. So our outdoor living hour, we've got Central Arizona Project Canal coming in to talk about Arizona water resources.
1: And let me talk to those of you listening to us in Pinal
3: and Pima County.
1: Saba Home Show is this weekend. It's open, and it's live. Last year they experimented with a virtual because they weren't given the opportunity to open the doors of the Tucson Convention Center and have the show. They're having it this weekend. It's live, Tucson Convention Center, Saba today and tomorrow. And we've been talking about food uh, the, the last 30 minutes. One of the reasons I love going to Sava is for the food trucks that they've always got lined up in the back patio. So get there. There you'll see people live. Booths are filled with live people. You'll be able to put your hands on the demonstrations. You'll be able to put your hands on the samples and talk to people about
3: your remodeling, maintenance, or improvement project. And those food trucks have changed people's lives, I and mean, I'll tell you how. We've got listeners in Phoenix who have parents in Sierra Vista. They schedule their trip to go to Sierra Vista to stop and pick up Tri-Tip to take to their parents for their family meal that evening. So they schedule going to visit mom around Saba Home Shows.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Saba is being held live Tucson Sun Center this weekend, for those of you in santa cruz pima pinal county
3: and one last time from sanderson ford you can get by here we've got about four minutes left we'll draw the third winner at 11 o'clock sharp bring some water for their operation hydration and enjoy a meal and explore the route 66 sale here at sanderson ford if car buying's on your to-do today only because sanderson ford is never open
2: on sunday